1: Welcome into to Do Well Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here. If you can tell the audio, not quite the same as normal. We're recording on the AirPod Pros out here at the beach for the weekend. Fired up to enjoy the beach. But before we get to that, free agency begins, for all intents and purposes, on Monday. Legal tampering period for the NFL opens. Uh, we all know that, well, we should know, during the legal tampering period, Uh, Basically, that's when all the deals get done. They get finalized when free agency officially opens on Wednesday, Uh, but all these big-time deals, they're going to be getting done Monday and Tuesday. And and so today, I wanted to focus on the free agent offensive tackles. Um, Look, the Jaguars, they're locked in with Cam Robinson at left tackle in 2023. They've also got Walker Little. Who uh, has some experience on both sides of the ball at, at tackle for the Jaguars on both sides of the line at left tackle and right tackle. Came in as a as a left tackle out of Stanford, but over the last um, couple years, he's gotten some experience on both sides during practice and in game experience. But the the thing is here, Jawan Taylor, right? He's been the Jaguar starting right tackle since 2019, since he was drafted. hasn't missed any time. Uh, certainly there was peaks and valleys in his play. After year one, you felt really, really good about Jawan Taylor. Um, Year two and three didn't quite take the steps you wanted to see. Year four, under a new new head coach, new offensive system, new offensive line coach, Jawan Taylor took a massive step forward as a former second-round pick, played like the guy you thought you were drafting, was excellent in pass protection for the Jaguars. But he's an unrestricted free agent. And so that is why offensive tackle is one of the positions we're covering here. We've already looked at cornerback and edge. I think it's pretty clear the Jaguars need some more pass rushers beyond just Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker, Arden Key and Dewan Smooter, both free agents. We looked at cornerbacks, right? The Jaguars probably need some help at nickel. They probably need some cornerback depth beyond Tyson Campbell and Darius Williams. Uh, so those are the positions we looked at so far. And offensive tackle's up next because we just don't know if the Jaguars starting right tackle for the last four years is going to be back in Duval. He's going to be a hot commodity. Again, one of the most efficient pass-protecting right tackles in football last year. One of the most efficient tackles in football in pass protection, regardless of right or left side. And so he's going to be a hot commodity with his age, You know, coming off of his rookie deal. He's only 25 years old, coming off his best season as a pro, great athlete, good draft pedigree. Uh, Jawan Taylor is going to be a player that teams are looking to sign to be a starter next year. There's not going to be anybody signing him to be competing for a job, right? This is a starting right tackle in the NFL. I think he's going to be paid that way. He should obviously be the Jaguars' number one target, right, at right tackle. If you can bring back Jawan Taylor, you can have Cam Robinson, Jawan Taylor, and Walker Little in the fold at tackle. That is a really strong group overall. Uh, But if Jawan doesn't, Resign with the Jaguars. If he's not able to stick with this team long-term, despite having a Jaguar tattooed on himself, um, there's going to be some other options for the Jaguars. And will they be as strong as Jawan Taylor is as an option? Uh, As a free agent? No. I mean, quite honestly, Jawan Taylor is one of the best tackle options on the market. He's going to be one of the best free agents on the market. Um, And, my belief here is if the Jaguars do not retain Jawan Taylor, and it does kind of feel like it's going in that direction, right? You just had the big cap hits come in with Calvin Ridley, that you knew that that was going to come in at about $11 million, a little over $11 million. You had Evan Ingram's big cap hit with his franchise tag at just over $11 million as well. I don't believe the Jaguars have the money or or the intention if they can't bring back Jawan Taylor to go sign someone who is a clear starter, I think they would bring in someone who maybe could compete with Walker Little or maybe just serve as that swing tackle or backup tackle at left or right tackle. Uh, The good thing with Walker Little is if Cam Robinson got injured at left tackle, you flip Walker over there and then you plug someone in at right tackle if you want. I think that's how you play it. So you don't necessarily have to have someone that can play left and right tackle. You need someone for sure that can play right tackle. Um, And so we can go ahead and get into this list. First, I'd like to remind you, hit me up on Twitter at Jordan Delugo. Let me know which tackles you're looking at for the Jaguars potentially. Um, And you can also follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button here on YouTube. Really appreciate your support. So we'll go through, gosh, there's a bunch of free agent tackles this year. Um, I've tried to put together a list of ones that I think could make sense for one reason or another. And that's where we're going to go. Uh, we'll start with Andre Dillard, a guy who was drafted in 2019 under Doug Peterson uh, in Philadelphia, came in as a first-round pick, hasn't really panned out um, in the way that you would expect a first-rounder. But what he has shown is positional versatility along the offensive line. He's 27 years old, You know, going into his second deal as a pro. If you brought him in here to play – swing tackle or even be a guy that has four position versatility because he has played some guard for the Eagles as well I think that could make a lot of sense he's a really good athlete he's a guy that Doug Peterson uh, liked quite a bit and it just hasn't quite worked out the way you'd hope maybe you get him here you get him back in Doug Peterson's system get Phil Rauscher coaching him up I think Andre Dillard would you bring him in to compete with Walker a little I, I don't know I think you would really bring him in to fortify the rest of the offensive line, personally. But maybe he could compete. You never know. Uh, Again, a talented player, talented guy coming out of college. Trey Pipkins, um, a guy who started a lot of games at right tackle for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, He's 26 years old. I think if you brought him in, he would probably be competing with Walker Little. And uh, he comes from a pass-first offense. You know, the Chargers have been passing the ball a lot. Uh, And they're an offense that also gets the ball out quickly, kind of like the Jaguars. So I think stylistically, a lot of the different things with the Jaguars and Chargers um, will translate for Trey Pipkins. Uh, Not the same rushing attack, not the same passing attack, but similarities enough to where I think it would be a fairly smooth transition for Trey Pipkins. Um, I would think Walker Little would be able to beat him out. And I'm not sure if maybe a team is going to sign Pipkins to be a starter versus being a guy who can compete for a job and serve as depth. So I'm not sure how much he'll end up costing. I certainly don't think anybody's going to be, you know, breaking down the door with the Brinks truck for Trey Pipkins. But he might cost a little bit more than the Jaguars would want to spend on a guy that would either be competition or just depth. But he's an interesting one, uh, Riley Reef. 34 years old, obviously a much older guy here. There's gonna be a few here that we talk about who are older players. The next few we get into. Um, Riley Reef, he has experience under Phil Rauscher in Minnesota. He has experience with the wide zone rushing attack. Uh, he signed for a three million dollars last year. Again, played a lot of really good football in this league. He's played left tackle, he's played right tackle. If he's willing to come in and compete for a starting job and, and you know serve as a backup, a, a swing tackle, if, if he doesn't win that job, I think Riley Reef would be a really good candidate and, again, has experience in a, a wide zone rushing attack. Jaguars aren't specifically wide zone or aren't uh, exclusively wide zone. They like to run that. That's their bread and butter with Travis Etienne. You get him out in space, you get him moving, and you get good results. But they run a lot. And uh, I just wanted to clarify that. They're not only a wide zone team. They had a lot of gap principles as well. They try to mix it up on the offensive line. But I think Riley Reef would be interesting for sure. Uh, Next up, we've got Kelvin Beecham. Ever heard of him? You know, former Jaguar. Spent one year here. He's 33 years old now. But he's another guy coming from Arizona. Pass first offense. Tons of experience. And pass protection. He's a better pass protector than run blocker. I think... That's what you would prefer to have in the modern NFL with this Jaguars team. With Doug Peterson, who's proven that he is more of a pass first coach throughout his career. Uh, and so he's a guy that I think if you were able to bring him in on a relatively cheap deal, maybe one year, maybe two years, whatever it may be, do you feel better about your depth at tackle? Do you feel better about it? Yeah, you do. Uh, I think bringing in a Kelvin Beecham would certainly just. If, if one of your guys goes down, you have an opportunity to make it through the season and not really lose a ton with a Kelvin Beecham. Uh, since he left Jacksonville, been down in Tampa. So he obviously has the Tampa connection with uh, Mike Caldwell, different sides of the ball, but they certainly know each other. We're in the same building for quite some time. Uh, He's 32 years old. He's been not called upon a ton in Tampa, but when he played in Jacksonville played very well when he played in Tampa, when he has played in Tampa, he's played very well. He's a guy who could be really under the radar who could come in and just solidify that third tackle spot for you. And, and I think that'd be a quality move. Next up, uh, another 31-year-old, Billy Turner. He started a lot of games at right tackle. He started a lot of games for Green Bay, spent last year in Denver. He hasn't been awesome. But again, is he a guy who can get you through a rough spot? I definitely think he would be. Oli Udo. 26 years old, played under Phil Rousher in 2020 with the Vikings. Um, He's coming off his rookie contract here, again, at 26 years old. Spent his entire career with Minnesota so far. Hasn't been, like, overwhelmingly impressive or anything like that, but has experience under Phil Rousher. I think this could be an under-the-radar signing to maybe not lock down your third tackle spot, but to compete for your third tackle spot and maybe, you know, uh, upgrade the room overall. Brett toff another one who hasn't played a ton right uh, hasn't gotten a ton of good reps but played all over the line in Philly when he did get in the game like he's played center guard tackle he's played everything um drafted under Doug Peterson so maybe a guy that doug has some insight into and maybe a guy that Doug would want to you know bring him in on a flyer I don't think you'd be again this isn't a guy who comes in and they're like oh this is our third tackle but a guy who could compete for you, I think, for sure. Uh, this one is an interesting name. Yash Nyman, he's a restricted free agent from Green Bay. I think they're going to end up placing a, a tag on him or a um, a, uh, a a free agent um, tender, excuse me, probably like a second-round tender, something like that. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. But if he hits the market, He's going to have a very competitive market. He's a starting tackle in the league, I think. Josh Naiman at 27 years old. So would the Jaguars be able to land him? I'm not sure, but he's someone I'd be keeping an eye on. If the Jags can't keep Jawan Taylor and they really want to say, we're not letting this offensive line slip at all, I think bringing him in and competing at, at right tackle uh, would certainly do that for you. Jeron Christian, 26 years old, spent time with Phil Rauscher in Washington um spent a couple years there together so just another one where you have the past connection and a guy who could you know going into a second contract get himself in a better situation come in and compete for a spot with the jaguars here and then the last two we're going to bring up they're they're the old heads in the room the real old heads in the room jason peters ty Nishke. if either of these guys want to come in to start the season and, and play on the right side for you, I think that could make sense. Um, if either one of them wanted to be a swing tackler, just a guy you can put anywhere, plug and play, uh, I think that would make sense for you. But who knows? These guys, these might be guys that want to sign midseason. They might be guys that are going to retire. We don't know because they're, they're so long in the tooth. I think Jason Peters is, goodness, is he 40 years old already? I know Ty is um, 37. Let's see here. Jason Peters. But despite his age, I mean, he's done some quality things lately, been playing for the Cowboys. Jason Peters is 41 years old. Unbelievable. But look, Jason Peters has played a long time, and he played a long time under Doug Peterson, had a lot of success under Doug Peterson. Is it possible? That they go back down that road, whether it be prior to the start of the season, during the season, if something were to happen, I think it's possible for sure. And same thing with uh, Ty Nishke, who's 37 years old, but he's played a ton of tackle in this league. If you need to get out of a spot, I think either of those guys could do it for you. Uh, But that's going to do it for my free agent offensive tackle list, the guys I'm interested in, the guys I think the Jaguars could potentially be interested in, and you want them to bring back Jawan, as I said before, but does that seem likely at this point? I'm really not sure. It's not looking great, in my opinion, because the Jaguars have eight million dollars in salary cap space right now. Jawan Taylor's, you know, rumored to be costing sixteen, seventeen, eighteen million dollars per year. Uh, even if you cut that cap hit in half for the year one, thanks to a signing bonus shot, Comwood right? That's nine million bucks. If it's eighteen. I just I'm not sure how it's going to work out. I hope it does, uh, but if not, these are the guys I'd be keeping my eye on for the Jaguars. And again, free agency it's going to start in about a little over 48 hours here. Right now it's Saturday, March 11th, 8 a.m. You're going to have um, uh, the legal tampering period kicking off Monday at noon, and so you're going to get a lot of news hot and heavy over that that couple day period, and then free agency will officially begin. The league year will officially begin on wednesday march 15th can't wait for it uh looking forward to that looking forward to the draft as well and when you when you uh, kind of foil free agency with the draft when it comes to offensive tackle for the jaguars i think they should be in on on both personally i think if they want to address it early on in the draft or fairly early on you know in the first couple of days of the draft then maybe one of the guys on this list we talked about who's more of just a competition type of piece, a guy who comes in and competes for a roster spot, not so much competes for a starting job or or is guaranteed like that swing tackle spot uh, just from a money perspective and from an investment perspective. But uh, I would say they should be in on both the free agent tackle class and the tackle class in the NFL draft because you want to continue to fortify. You want to continue to try to get cheaper if you can, on the offensive line. And so there's a lot of reasons to continue to bolster that group up front, whether it be trying to clear holes for Travis Etienne or making sure Trevor Lawrence is upright in the pocket. Both of those things are critical for the Jaguars moving forward. But thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. Really appreciate your support. Again, you can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan Delugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube. If you're listening on your podcast platform of choice, subscribe and review. That helps out a ton, too. You can check out GenJag.com, pick up some new Duval gear. Hope you all have a great weekend.